It was the summer of 1915. War was raging in Europe and the Middle East, but in America, then 21-year-old Edsel Ford, the namesake for the car that looked like a Buick sucking a lemon, was preparing for an epic adventure with his college buddies. He wasn't alone. That summer, more than 20,000 people attending the Panama Pacific Exposition in San Francisco arrived by automobile from outside the state of California. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America Miss Emily Post also took a road trip that summer and the following year published a best-selling chronicle of her trip entitled By Motor to the Golden Gate. Edsel's Travel Journal provides an interesting snapshot of life on the road in an era when highways were shared with automobiles and horse-drawn stagecoaches. However, before I share a bit of Edsel's amazing adventure, let's set the mood for road trips with the music of the road crew. Check out their music at roadcrew66.com for great road trip inspiring tunes. On his summer odyssey, Edsel, for obvious reasons, drove the newest model of the legendary Model T touring car fresh from his father's factory. Being young men from prosperous families, two of his buddies, Herbert Book and Robert Gray Jr., drove a new Cadillac touring car, while Frank Book and William Russell selected a Stutz 6 for the trip. The Stutz was a well-engineered machine, but as it turned out, the car was better suited for the racetrack than the rutted tracks of the National Old Trails Road. Time and again, the Cadillac and Ford would be put to use pulling the Stutz from a mud bog or fetching parts needed for roadside repairs. The epic odyssey commenced on June 7th in Dearborn, Michigan. The young men's destination was the Panama Pacific Exposition in San Francisco. And as with tourists who later would travel Route 66 through the Southwest, they planned to visit some natural attractions of note, such as the Grand Canyon and Painted Desert in Arizona. The first day of the trip ended in Indianapolis, Indiana, a mere 293 miles. They arrived at the hotel at 11.30 in the evening. The trip had commenced at 7.30 in the morning, but there were delays that resulted from thick mud, washed-out roads, and two flat tires that were paired along the road. The next day, they started earlier in the morning and arrived at the hotel at the stroke of midnight. The day's drive was a meager 181 miles. On Saturday, June 19th, the Ford and Cadillac became mired in mud. The block and tackle carried for this purpose proved ineffective, so the boys ended up hiring a farmer with a team of mules to pull them from the quagmire that passes a road east of East St. Louis. This was followed by a skid into a ditch on wet cobblestones that resulted in a destroyed rear wheel. In his journal, Edsel noted that the day's run was 85 miles. In the days to come, the travelers would look back on these as the good times. The following day, the bolts on the rear hub were sheared off. They had two flat tires and resulted in a poor signage, ended up 80 miles from their intended destination. The next day, the Ford slid into a ditch, the Cadillac became mired in mud, and the Stutz suffered a broken spring as well as three flat tires. Not every day of the trip was filled with disaster, mud, mishap, mechanical issues, mud, and an ability to find a place that sold gasoline, mud, or getting lost. On Friday, June 25th, Edsel noted that after leaving Emporia, Kansas, they encountered the first good roads since leaving Indianapolis, 
and they were able to drive 70 miles in a mere three hours. At this juncture in the story, one has to ask a few questions. As the cars and roads had been dramatically improved since 1905 or 1910, how in God's name did the auto industry ever get off the ground? What could possibly motivate tens of thousands of people to purchase a car that cost almost as much as a house and attempt to drive anywhere? Etzel's journey is quite a story. It's also a time capsule, a look into a lost world where such adventures were viewed in the context as an improved means of transportation. Take a few minutes to give that some thought. Hey, as a way of saying thank you to supporters, Edsel's unedited journal with illustrations was published in serial format on our crowdfunding site on Patreon platform at patreon.com slash America. You can also find excerpts on our website at jimhinkleysamerica.com. One last item, and then we'll wrap up this episode of 5 Minutes with Jim, and that's a shout-out to this week's sponsor, Grand Canyon Caverns. Check out this amazing natural wonder and roadside attraction that's been providing Route 66 travelers with unforgettable memories for more than 90 years at gccaverns.com. Hey, I hope that you can join us next week for another adventure on the back roads in Jim Hinckley's America. Adios, mi amigos. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America